Hi, my name is Bob, and welcome to episode something something of the B and S Awesome Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Scott, and this is episode four. I think it's five or six, maybe. Maybe. Oh well. <laughs> Anyways, we're back after a bit of a break. I was on holidays. We went to Mexico, and uh, I'm back now. And no one would podcast with me, so. That's right. There were people. It's verified on tape. Nobody would do it. People were asked. There was a B and E podcast that would have been hilarious. B and G. Oh well. Anyways, we're back. We've uh, watched some shows, watched some movies, played some games, played some games. It's been uh, good. We're glad. I'm glad to be back. That's for sure. Uh, first off, I want to say a gigantic shout out to our friend James that. Uh, Made our new cover art for our podcast. That was, it looks pretty awesome, I think. What do you think, Bob? Yes, I personally know James. Uh... Bob doesn't know James, but I've known James I've forever. And, uh, Is his first name Rick? Rick James. He That's... actually told me. He was like, get the fuck off my couch. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so first off, we're going to uh, talk about... Uh, uh, a movie that is from 1994 also. I think that's a, what it was, 94? Yes, originally today our plan was to just go with another theme episode, but things broke down. Yeah. This, originally it was just going to be full Super Mario, so we're going to be reviewing a little bit of Super Mario. <laughs> yeah. So, the movie. Yeah, the movie. It It's pretty hilarious. When it came out in 1994... It was probably the coolest thing I'd ever seen because I would have been like seven. No, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93, 94. Yeah, I would have been seven. What seven-year-old would not have loved that movie? Bob? I just like Robert Hopkins, you know, in any movie, Roger Rabbit, any movie that he was in, I just like that movie automatically. So, you know. He is. He's also in Hook. Oh my god. He's he's Smee. Shmee? Are you sure? <laughs> I just watched that movie. He's got that earring. He also plays the guy at the end of the movie who's not Shmee in the real world. Oh, I guess he does too. <laughs> Mine's just my mind has just been blowing people. It's such a fun movie. It's terrible. And yes, everybody knows that it's terrible. And me giving up the fact that it's terrible makes it almost bearable on how stupid it really is. Yeah, I get I get the stuff from my street my street fighter cutting loose. I'm easy on that. Now that makes me a bad guy, but this, this is okay. No. No, I'm I it's it's one of those movies that yes, Street Fighter was like I said, 10-year-old me was all about Street Fighter. And now that we've done the Street Fighter review, I realize that I can't, I, I can't not love these movies because when I was that young, they brought me so much joy. If that makes sense, it kind of does. Like, like you say, that's uh, this Mario movie is. It's odd that a Mario movie would be focused on Luigi for their first movie. I, I think most people would find that <laughs> odd. Like, there's nothing wrong with John Lasguamo as an actor, but like everybody likes him and everything he's in. It's just. This is a Mario movie, and it's Daisy and Luigi are the focus. 
Yeah, it's it's very strange because yeah, Mario's what's Mario's girl's name? Gina? Something like that. Nothing nothing to do with any actual video game. They like throw like the dumbest references. They're just like like oh. like, like like I said, Mario's a supporting character in his own movie. Yeah. It's like like look at Toad. Toad <laughs> is literally in the movie for what? He's human for what a minute? And the fact that he's also human is yeah, another which is, problem. Yeah. And playing guitar and then he gets turned into a Koopa. Koopa. Which don't look like Koopas at all in any iteration of them. Actually, they do look like the movie iteration of Koopas. Oh, sorry. The movie iteration <laughs> of Koopas is that iteration of these movie Koopas. <laughs> it's Koopaception. <laughs> <laughs> so to start off the review do you want to go first or you want me to yeah we'll just give it a rundown uh basic synopsis for anyone who hasn't seen the movie is 65 million years ago meteorite hit split. wait wait 65 million years ago there was a terrible like 8-bit whatever that is at the start of it all the uh, graphics yes <laughs> and, anyhow so little Weird 8-bit brontosaurus poking his head out, yeah. meteor hits. But uh, the world was shattered into two dimensions, one with mammals and one with dinosaurs. And they both had people come into them. And now King Koopa wants to Rejoin bring the them. dimensions together and kill all the mammals. Because one piece of the meteorite that hit had a small sliver break off. And that's what separated the world. And then Dinosaur Daisy was on our side and then she got sucked back and then stuff happens and then they stop it and then the king turns back from being a mushroom <laughs> and bowser turns into a t-rex but then they do devolve him into goo and he's, yeah. a, he's a little box yeah it's well, it's not a box it's more of a platform hanging drum thing do they make a mystery box in this movie i can't remember like, you know how, like, when you jump up on Mario and you hit it with your head? I don't remember I don't think they hit any anything with their head. Well, they hit their heads a lot, but they didn't hit any boxes. No, but then it doesn't go, boing! No, but they got the power boots. The power boots. Okay, when I was a kid, like you say, and they had those, I thought those were the coolest. Like, I wanted a the pair of power boots. With yes! Those, yes, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Because that was, like, and they were, like, lime green and purple. Those ones? No, no, not, not, the, not the stupid moon boots. I wanted the oh, boots you wanted in the this movie. So, I wanted okay. boots that you jump and you got little th rocket thrusters. You're like, yeah! <laughs> I think that there was like a commercial for Super Mario Brothers with the moon boots, though. And it showed that exact part. And so you could be like the Mario Brothers. Maybe. <laughs> it, it had nothing to do with, like, the movie had nothing to do with the game. Well, it had a guy named Mario and a guy named Luigi and a princess named Daisy. And Yoshi. And Yoshi Toad. And Toad. And those weird lizard bad guys. The Koopas. What the hell were their names? No, no, no. The two guys. The Iggy two... and what's-his-face. Yeah. Made, like, they, I understand that they were bad guys in Mario 3, but they don't look anything like them. I don't know. It it baffles me. He's been baffled. baffled. Which means that you're actually joined against something with a baffle joint, right? Yes. You know, tongue and groove. 
I have no idea. <laughs> it's a butt joint. It's a butt joint. <laughs> butt joint. All right, so like I said, this uh, movie is terrible, and apparently just about killed all the actors involved. And apparently it was yeah. an ever-ending nightmare to work on, but it made some people happy, and that's it, all I have to say. You know it. what else, though? It did something that the Marvel movies, I think, stole from it. And they had the after-movie cutscene where Iggy and... Shiggity diggity. I can't remember the other guy. Iggy and shiggity diggity. Iggy and shiggity diggity are approached by two Japanese fellows and they're like, with all of your adventures and all this, we plan on making a video game out of you. <laughs> Which was pretty funny for an after credits scene. Okay, just a uh, quick question before we do this and forget about it for all time to just get rid of it. But uh, do you think a Mario movie could work in this day and age? Now? With, I don't know, that's hard. With, I I have Super Mario Odyssey, and I see that I could see, no, I still can't, it, I don't think like a live action would ever work. Why not? It's just, it's too hard to do a live action Super Mario Brothers. Could you think of maybe just a, a better adaptation for a better movie? Like, you know, just do it a little more faithfully, but, you know, change a couple things in between? Uh, no, I, I don't think they could. That's it. We're going to make a fan movie. We're going to make a fan movie with Scott starring as Mario. Perfect. <laughs> you have the better mustache. I can't grow a mustache. I'll be... I'll shave my mustache off and give it to you. There we go. <laughs> uh, they could totally do a, like a, a Wreck-It Ralph style movie like that, though. Which would be awesome. It would totally be awesome. Look at... Like I said, Odyssey looks great. They could totally make a movie out of Odyssey. This is our second podcast in a bit, and you just mentioned Wreck-It Ralph again, which, according to many people, is the best Street Fighter movie ever. <laughs> Very best. Wreck-It Ralph is amazing. There's, there, Fix-It Felix is not Mario. There's just, there's, no, no, there's there's no direct connections there. <laughs> Zangief is in it. Sorry, that was Street Fighter again. Oops. <laughs> All right, but yeah, uh, moving on. If I was going to give Mario a rating, I would give it 1.5 ghosts out of 5. I would... I'm going to completely agree with you. 1.5 ghosts. That is no, that's no fault for any of the actors involved. It's just this movie was off the rails insane. Yeah, it it, <laughs> it literally makes no sense. Like, it's it's a mess of... But I still enjoy it. I'm yeah, not, not going to lie. That's what I was saying. Like it, it has everything that seven-year-old me wanted. Like it had the uh, Koopa, Koopas. But it, but if I but if you look at this objectively, it's it's insane. The movie is terrible. Like it, there is parts that make no sense. Like the henchmen for Scalio plumbing, they go into the one place to sabotage it, and they wear their u- work uniforms. Like who's gonna do that? Well, maybe me and you. <laughs> they wanted to know who did it to them. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. We do good work by fucking up your stuff. <laughs> but um, moving on to our next discussion, we watched a show that I quite enjoy that's getting a movie coming out, and Scott had never seen it before. So we just watched the first two episodes of Invader Zim. It is really funny. I really like it. The guy's name is... Oh, shoot. Uh, what was it again? Something... The creator's name, yeah. as, as Scotty pointed out, what is he, some kind of Swedish-Mexican? Yeah, he's a Swedish-Mexican. I was like, <laughs> that is great. Hans 
Hans Lopez or something. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not going to help him out on this. I'm just going to laugh and smile. Laugh and agree. It's, what was that? Johan Lopez? Yeah. Ho- okay. Johan... It was Johan Lopez, the creator of Invader Zim. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I, I couldn't believe the name. Uh, he also does some comic books I saw. Was it Johan Vasquez? Yeah. Johan Vasquez. <laughs> so the Invader Mexican... Zim is... Dutchman. Pretty goddamn good. <laughs> the way that they... Like, I think I was saying about uh, how I see a lot of shows nowadays that have stole from them. Like, looking at Zim, I was like, hey, that's Plankton from Spongebob. Uh, I, would, I would say that's clearly Dag from Angry Beavers. But... Or Dag, yes. <laughs> Norman! <laughs> yeah, Norman. Oh, that was another great show. So... Uh, it's really fun the way that uh, they introduce Zim. They're going through like the big, okay, this guy's going to go to this planet. And because you're so small, you're going to go to the comfy couch planet. So tall. <laughs> so tall. Sorry. So tall. Uh, they, and then it gets to Zim and how he has been banished from the planet. And I was just crying, laughing at how good that was. He has been banished from the planet for starting the mission before he was supposed to. And he's yelling at his henchman in this giant mech. He's like, just pull some levers! Turn those dials. You pull some levers! And you pull some levers! So I had a lot of fun watching this. Uh, my boy came down and watched it with us. And it was funny to see him laughing at the same stuff we were laughing at. It wasn't all... like It's not just for kids it's for everybody right yes <laughs> uh then it goes then we watch the next episode yeah oh wait disclosure scott only got two episodes in yes. for time uh there's also his trusty companion gur gur what's the g stand for <laughs> they never explain it do i don't i don't know so uh gur is like a slop bucket of parts uh, they throw together, and then there's, like, bubble gum and some change in his pocket they throw in his head. Paperclip. Paperclip, yeah. And, uh, oh, when he turns into the dog. Oh, it was so funny. I laughed so hard at that. He's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Same with the parents at the house. Hello, Zim. How was your day at school? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so we watched... The second episode was two parts, and the first part was a best friend. I believe. Keith. <laughs> yeah. That was great. So. What do you think with the eyeball thing? The eyeball you, thing was. Did you get away was, with that in today's TV? Oh, with everybody being so PC, they'd be like, no way. Oh my God. They dismembered a boy. <laughs> and we can't have that because, you know, Jimmy's parents. They rip the eyes out of his yes. sockets and replace them with robot eyes. Robot he eyes. He chases a squirrel that he thinks is him until it falls and there's an explosion <laughs> and you never see him again. There's a moment where you go, maybe I should be on mushrooms for this. <laughs> uh, it, it was great though. Like just hit some really funny points. Like that you are nine. They're nineties points. Like there's no cell phones in it or anything, which is fun cell phones in it oh sorry don't you ever watch the x-files everybody had a cell phone it was the size of a 
toaster, but you still had a True fun. enough. But it's just nice to see, like, cartoons that aren't garbage. Because some of these stuff that, like, the kid watches nowadays is crap. I, I just... You heard it here first, folks. I'd like to see some some of these cartoons go back to the old-style cartoons. Like, like I said, Angry Beavers is another one. I loved it. The the cartoons today are mild, inoffensive, oh, boring. So politically correct, you want to hang yourself. <laughs> There's a couple that are that I enjoy, but they're like the zany, odd ones. And even then, as they go on more, they change the writers and oh, there's, things change. And... There's one I watched, and it's why are grown men watching cartoons? Is it Barry? Never you mind. <laughs> I think it's a Cartoon Network one or Adult Swim, and it's called Barry or something. Is it about Barry White? No. Chuck uh, Berry? This kid's like, <laughs> I think he's retarded. <laughs> and uh, he does all the zany shit. It's, it's Is it Clarence? Clarence! That's the exact one. I have never laughed so hard in my entire life. We watched it when we were in Mexico. And it is so good. I was not prepared for my friend to disclose that he's watching these shows. Full disclosure, I am not associated with this man. <laughs> We were in Mexico. There's either Mexican television or Cartoon Network, and that was it. So you're telling me there's either Telemundo or Cartoon Network? Yes. Telemundo. Adios, condiosos. Escúchame. Escúchame. So I really liked Invader Zim. I'd like to get more into it. Uh, I only watched the two episodes, but I could see it being like, one of those shows that I've watched, like Family Guy and stuff, where I could just throw it on and be mindless and not have to think. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I like about those kind of shows. How about you, Bobby? You tell us what's your thoughts on this. I like thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I quite enjoyed the show when I was a kid. When uh, okay, so when I don't know, turn of the century, whatever. What was it? Dish Network. They fried all the receivers that were outside of the states, even if you bought them legally. So when that happened, I lost access to Invader Zim. Later, I found it on DVD and I was stoked like you would not believe bought all three. And now that there's a movie coming out, I'm even more stoked because I quite I, I I listened to all the episodes of the directors and cast commentaries and Sounds like they had a hell of a time making the show, and I quite enjoy all the episodes. See, that that that's something I'd like to check out, is like all the director and character commentary. Just because I love it when the people are like super excited about his show. You know, um, another one that does it is like the American Dad. Like when you watch the director's cut, like those guys sound like they have a lot of fun. Futurama is another one. That they... You know who listens to director commentaries on shows like that? Daniel Radcliffe. That's right, Harry Potter. He's a nerd. He drinks too much, but likes him a better actor. I love that movie, Horns. You like the movie, Horns? I, I saw it at Eric's house a year before they released it. I don't even know how he got on that box, and I loved it. I kept waiting for it to show up, and it came out in theaters, and I was like, what? I've already seen this. I don't think I've seen all of Horns. The last Daniel Radcliffe movie I watched was something Swiss Army Knife. Swiss Army Man? Yeah. That show's hilarious. So funny. I think we're. I think I've taken us off topic. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're. This is kind of a random topic episode, anyways. Considering, anyways, Invader Zim. I'm gonna give it a four ghosts out of five ghosts. 
I'll give it four and a half, just Kay. because that'll give it a really weird average That's number. That's a solid 4.25. <laughs> It's like too many digits for us. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, so the other thing we wanted to talk about was uh, what we're looking forward to this coming year for video games. And what we've already looked for in video games. <laughs> we played a fairly old game. It was on 360. Yes. Are we going to talk about that one? Yeah, we will. Why not? We'll talk a bit about it. You only played a couple missions and yeah. I schooled you at the boss fight. That's how you do it. <laughs> so we pay, played uh, Catherine. Catherine. Uh, it's an Xbox 360 game. I I remember it coming out and there being like some hype around it. Uh, so I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck's going on in this game. <laughs> you pull this block, you pull that block, you push that block. I messed up a whole bunch. The fun part was was knocking the sheep off because they're other people. <laughs> That's the mark of a sociopath. <laughs> you shut up or I'll burn your house down. Well, yeah, like uh, it's a strange combination of dating simulator, bar simulator, and puzzle game, isn't it? It, I don't. Know. I love this game. I got every ending on it. I still play it. I play all the extras to it. Do you in the bar? It's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I got through up to the first boss. I didn't beat the boss. You beat the boss for me. It's uh, different. Like I, it's cool because you, like you said, like you can not respond to text messages to them and stuff, which was really funny. And I was like, "You can do that." I was like, "This girl, I can't even remember. I think it's Catherine." But both the main woman in the game were called Catherine. Yeah, Catherine with the C and Catherine with, with the a K. K. Yeah. So I was like super. Super pumped that I could not answer text messages. I'd be like, I'm going out drinking for tonight. Leave me alone. And that cutscene when you wake up with Catherine in your bed. And you're just like, yes! I got the- and I was like, yeah, I was wasted last night. I got chocolate wasted. <laughs> it's pretty fun. The, the art style is pretty cool. And it's like a TV show inside of a TV show. Inside of that, a that, guy's that, dream. That's just the it's framing just like the device. Setup. Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, I got. I I'd like to play a bit more. Yeah, I've, I've lent him the game so he can get really good at puzzle games with blocks <laughs> and pulling things down. I was showing him some pretty sweet basic maneuvers. His basic maneuvers were on point. Uh, I'll let you take over for a second. I gotta just check something out quick. You talk about what you want to talk about. All right. Um. As for Catherine, I've played through the whole game. I quite enjoyed it. I got a lot of hours out of it. I liked all the different endings. And I quite enjoyed the gameplay. I know it's just a puzzle climbing game, but still, I quite enjoyed it. As for game score for that, I've played through the game. I would give it a 4.5 out of 5. I know that the fandom loved it, although everyone went crazy for it. Yeah, it's it's super fun. Uh, I, I, like I said, I want to play through it some more. You said it's not super difficult to beat it. Especially so, on easy. Yeah, so I'll play through it, and I want to get some endings and try it out. I so, would love to see a sequel sometime, like a direct sequel. That'd be cool. I'd like that. Not, not direct, indirect, but you know what I'm talking about. I want to climb more puzzles. <laughs> It'd be Persona. Screw Persona. <laughs> <laughs> so another game... You caught on to it. <laughs> So another game that I played before I left on holidays uh, is a game by Artifacts Mundi. And 
This is another part of our podcast where I got a goddamn review code. Um, the game is super fun. It's called uh, Abyss: The Wraith of Eden. Is it similar to any other game in style, perhaps? <laughs> For anyone who wouldn't be sure what it's like, it it looks a lot like if you were to look at it and just see like their little preview on their game, it looks like Bioshock. It looks a lot like Bioshock. Is that necessarily a bad thing? No. The game is really fun. It's okay. I'll I'll elaborate. Yeah, I'll elaborate. The game is fun. Do I think it deserves a console release? No. The game is great. I don't think it deserved uh, a console release. They should have just done a mobile release because it it would play so well as a mobile game. I guess the one argument would be is it's really big for a mobile game, yeah, right? That would. You, it's you, small for a console, but it's big yeah, for mobile. Yeah, it's kind of that in between. Uh, it, it's also on computer. I, I'm I can't remember if it is on mobile. It might actually be even on mobile. The guys at Artifacts Monday were great, though. Like, uh, I'm still talking to them. I'm on their uh, code list now. Uh, the one guy, Lucas, uh, super nice guy. Yeah, I I can't say anything bad about the game other than i don't think it needed a console release it could have been like a mobile or like even like a tablet game yeah but like i'll i'll play the devil's advocate for a moment you you quite enjoyed the game right yeah it was fun here's the thing is like if you didn't make it into a console game i probably wouldn't have played it right but here's like same thing is like if you're trying to get out to get more people to see your game console still probably would be one of the bigger markets console yeah mobile. that is true a pc gamer you think they're playing the pc version or how have you heard from them on that uh i don't know anyways it kind of brings me back to mist almost like the point-and-click adventure. That's what it is. It's totally a point-and-click game. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Like I said. There's a point-and-click game. I'm going to hijack for a little bit. I could never finish it because it was terrible. It was produced by Microsoft. So you say this game was actually successfully beaten and played? Yes. That's an improvement over my point-and-click experience, hands <laughs> down. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun. Like... There was even a there's a part where you the first part you see the wraith that actually like kind of spooked me out. I was playing it at night, and like out of nowhere this like wraith comes out and there's like, it was fun. It was a really fun game. Would have I actually purchased it myself? That's a toss up. I can't can't one hundred percent say yes or no. Is that because of like lack of marketing or just you didn't you wouldn't know what you were getting into? Yeah, like the game trailer kind of explains like it's this that and the other thing but not well enough they they hit the fun spot for it though like it was fun to play just not not knowing and like trying to decide on like this ten dollar game or that ten dollar game would be hard to be like oh this game looks really fun because of this i don't know i'm kind of just rambling about it i like the game I would recommend people to check it out. What would you give it as a rating? I'd give it a solid three and a half. Like if you want to check something out and you want to go back to like a mindless game that you can like bang out. Like it's crazy. Like I got, I 
think I got all the achievements in like under four hours. I think so I beat this it. This is why hours. he's ahead of me in achievements. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so it was fun, and I really want to thank those guys at Artifix Monday. Like it was really nice of them to uh, get back to us and like be willing to communicate. Okay, so I'm gonna move on to another subject. Like I was talking about with the two upcoming games of 2018. What are you looking forward to, Bob? Nothing except hopelessness. <laughs> Guardian. Oh, let's see. I think I'm probably looking forward to Curse of Osiris. Oh yeah, I just when does it come out? December. December. Did they actually give a date? Oh, uh, twenty something. <laughs> twenty. Something? 1477. <laughs> Destiny three is released. I'm eating an apple right now. <laughs> um. So I showed you a trailer for a game that I would really like to play. Uh, it's by the Just Cause two people. Is it about mutants? It is. It's Bio Mutant. Is it like Biohazard Mutants? Like, no. Like Resident I... Evil Cats with Swords. <laughs> yeah. It looks super cool. It reminds me of Devil May Cry. Only with cats. Only with cat that mutates. There's also like you can get mechs and design the mechs and. Uh, well, you just you checked it out. I showed you a bit of the gameplay and stuff. What do you think of it? Thank you for showing me the futility of human endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it looked it looked all right. You know, it's a third person slice shoot run around cat yeah. game. I've, I've I've played a bunch of games like that. I I don't know if I'll play this one, but I'll certainly watch Scott play it, and then who knows? Maybe I'll play it myself. Yeah, it. I like the customization of it. I like those kind of games. I fall off of games really quickly though. Which he does. Ask ask how much he's been playing the Big D. Not a lot. It rhymes with hero. <laughs> Zero. Biro. <laughs> Biro. <laughs> <laughs> Spiro. Spiro Racing <laughs> Bring back Sparrow Racing Said nobody ever <laughs> Hey I want it back Oh, Like you oh. say we're, we're, ta- we're talking about games I'm not super stoked Like we got Pokemon Sun And Moon Ultra. Ultra I'll pick that up Oh yeah I'm going to buy it but I'm not going to enjoy buying it or playing it <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm just doing it for the people I don't like the whole region because screw Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, that was a really weird shift. So they did. Are all the other games in the same regions? Or no, like... they're all in different regions. But like, they're all somewhere, somewhere on the internet. There's a picture with all the regions. You got Kanto and Johto next to each other. And then you got Sinnoh and Or and all the other ones. So Hoenn. I'm sure you saw like the Switch presentation where they said there's actually going to be a Pokemon game coming out. Yeah. That's not Pokemon Tournament. Okay, I lied. There is a game I'm looking forward to play on the Wii, and it's Pokemon Tournament. Oh my god. I want them to... T- if I buy a Wii or a Switch, whatever they're selling now... You're going to get Pokemon Tournament? I, I'll be like, take all my money. I don't want it. I'll just... I'll be throwing money at Nintendo. I'll be like, just keep it. Keep <laughs> and then, it. And then as soon as they, that Bob <laughs> buys it, they're going to switch everything to the Aloha region. <laughs> <laughs> Just to mess with them. I'm actually gonna go to Japan. I'll I'll just like I'll go to Nintendo headquarters and slam down all the NIF and say I don't want this. And they'll be like, you don't have enough. <laughs> That's three dollar. The the other 
So, do you think they'll come up with a Pokemon game next year? It'll be the next year or the next two, somewhere in there. Would you, would you pick up a Switch just for it? I gotta pick up a Switch for Legend of Zelda. I've just been putting it off. Oh, it's so good. I guess I've... it's not Legend of Zelda, I guess it's Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's too many letters. It's more than four. I can't memorize it. LGBQ, I mean. LGBQGBBL. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We support that. Hey, I'm wearing a pride sticker right now. <laughs> Perfect. L- just listen, just because you're a jock and you're always making fun of us short people with pride stickers on our hats <laughs> doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. <laughs> that is a cool Odafest hat. I, I like that hat. Shout out to Odafest. Woo! Woo, Odafest! <laughs> Hook us up with some free tickets! I mean, I, I, already, I already paid for my tickets. I'm working this guy that needs day. some. <laughs> it would be cool. I would try and get it off if I had free tickets. <laughs> Maybe. I got I got Cade free tickets in that contest, and he never showed up. Not, not that we're complaining about <laughs> yes. Cade. Yes. The ongoing <laughs> joke was Bob won tickets to Odafest. By beating up a little kid with a sword. Boy, I believed them for a long time. Well, you know, the kid was about my height, so. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, there's so much stuff coming up lately. Like, uh, just in the next, say, four months, five months, we have uh, our Comic Expo, which is held in Calgary, which is gigantic. It's the biggest one in Canada, I believe. Western Canada. Just in Western Canada? Well, they got more people in Toronto, so they're going to win by default. I don't think they did. They did, what, 120,000 people last year? I don't know. I was in Ontario when it was happening. I could have went, and I said, nah, I don't want to go. (laughs) 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 That's not a burn on the Toronto Expo. I'm sure it was fine. It's just I didn't want to have a three-hour drive from Muskoka. He's a uh, Muskoka from Vidroka, Cal. I don't know. I'm just rambling on now. All right. So, like I say, we've we've got a couple things coming up in the year. A couple games to keep us busy. Yeah, we're uh, doing rambling good. things. Uh, I'm enjoying doing the podcast. I missed doing it. I, uh, we're gonna try and get out some more content. Bob's gone next week to Japan. I'll be hopefully sending some audio. It might be a little different quality. We won't be using the same recording gear for my stuff in Japan. But I may do a little bit of a comment on the new Godzilla movie. Godzilla. Monster Planet. Ooh. I like the sound of that. Don't worry. It'll be, it'll be on Netflix in a couple months, I think. Maybe 6, 3, 9, 12. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. So maybe next week I might just do one and then throw in Bob's review of Godzilla into it. At the end or something? I'll just record some extra yeses and noes so you can just ask me questions and just like, randomly assign it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bob, was it weird when you got a tail? Yes. <laughs> Bob, how, how do you feel about Hitler? Is he is he a good guy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, can, you can see how this would end up poorly for was, me. <laughs> was it weird when you moved to Germany and started wearing all of those different clothes? No. <laughs> It's going to be really fun. I like this idea, Bob. Can you give me, like, I need, like, 75 different takes of no and 75 <laughs> different takes of yes so we can get, like, surprised yes. And you'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe I can edit these out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wee. Buh. 
yes, I'm, I'm going to Tokyo to do some weebish things, but I'm not a weebo. I'm more of a hipster, apparently, as Scott coined the term. Weebster. Not hipster. Weebster. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, it was a setup for you. I don't, I don't understand how this works, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going to go there, check out a couple museums, check out a movie. See if I can get in a fight with people who mess with my man, Stuart. Is Stuart going to do it? No, but I'm going to try to find that cement truck. I don't think I'll succeed. No. <laughs> I don't think you will either. So, yeah. I'm going to say that's probably it for today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us on Twitter at BNSAwesomePod or on our Gmail, which is BNSAwesomePodcast at, at gmail.com. You can also find me on Mixer at inkguy, I-N-K-3-D-G-U-Y, inkguy, on Mixer. And I can be always reached by Carrier Pigeon. <laughs> He's not lying, folks. Alrighty, just send him where he needs to go. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. And this has been BNS Awesome Podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay classy, San Diego. Why would we need a wooden ship?